Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. You have another batch of documents in Biden's private home. I mean, that's after his private legal team supposedly swept these properties and were air fingers, quote, turning. Now, why were his why was his private legal team involved at all? The last time we saw that, it was Hillary and her lawyer, David Kendall, I believe his name was. Then we have this Antifa riot. I mean, mostly peaceful protest in Atlanta where a a group of people created yet another autonomous zone on a site that just so happened to be the future site of the Atlanta Police Department's training facility. And these alleged eco-warriors had set up a tent community to try to block the city of Atlanta from using this land to train police officers. So when Georgia State Police came in to clear out some of these people, one of them thought it was a good idea to shoot a police officer. Guess what? Police returned fire. And the eco-warrior, who's not really a warrior, was killed. Antifa is seeking revenge for the death of their air fingers, quote, fallen comrade. Watching the media this weekend cover this stuff was like watching somebody who might be forced to talk with a piece of feces in their mouth. It's just... They want these stories to disappear as quick. Oh, and oh, yeah, also, oh, that's right. Forgot. Catherine Clark. Representative Kathleen Clark, Catherine Clark, the minority whip for the Democrats, uh, whose son is apparently now her daughter, who can't sleep at night because of climate change, was arrested and charged with assault on a Boston police officer. Now, I remember the Democrats, it was defund the police. January 6th, no wait, we love the police. Uh, Anybody who assaults a cop is the worst person on planet Earth. Oh, wait, Catherine Clark's son, daughter, whatever, uh, is now charged. What say you now? It's an inconvenient week, just a very, very inconvenient week. And I'm going to say something that might be unpopular. What, Andrew? Yes, this might be unpopular. Um, what took place on the set of Alec Baldwin's movie is obviously tragic and should have been avoidable. We cannot charge someone with a crime because we don't like them. Now, has Alec Baldwin burned basically every bridge that somebody could burn? Pretty much. Um, but there seems to be no evidence that there was any intent here. Now, we're going to have Phil Holloway on a little bit. We'll probably delve into that. Um, but this bizarre thing with his wife, which is wife number what, seven, eight? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. What's with the accent? Her name is Hillary Thomas from Boston. I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting it. It's, it's her full name is Hillary Lynn Hayward Thomas. All of a sudden she's Ilaria. You people need to stay away from my, from my family. Mi familia. Excuse me? Shouldn't you be saying something like pack the car in the habit yard? What's what's with the mi familia? You don't even speak Spanish. What what is the what is this weird bizarro accent? 
You know, in the beginning of all of this, when Baldwin first married her, they ate it up. Ilaria, Ilaria, Ilaria. Her name is Hillary Thomas from Boston. Is This is another Rachel Dolezal all over again. Not that important. I just thought I would mention him. I want to remind you of something. So let's here's let's start with the important stuff. August 11th, 2015. Headline, CBS News. Hillary Clinton to hand her email server over to FBI. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has directed her staff to turn over her private email server to the Department of Justice the spokesman for Clinton's presidential campaign, Nick Merrill, told CBS. And it says right here, Clinton's lawyer, David Kendall, turned over the emails after the FBI determined he could not remain in possession of the classified information a U.S. official briefed on the matter told the Associated Press. The State Department previously had said it was comfortable with Kendall keeping the emails at his Washington law office. The news came as Senator Chuck Grassley said of the two emails which traversed Clinton's insecure uh, home email server were deemed top secret, sensitive, compartmentalized information, which is among the government's highest classification. Grassley said the inspector of the, the inspector general of the intelligence community had reported new details about the higher classification to Congress on Tuesday. Those two emails were among the four that had previously been determined by the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community to have been classified at the time they were sent. The State Department disputes that the emails were classified at the time. It doesn't really matter. Why was her private legal team able to hold on to this classified information, review it, then turn over what they wanted to to the FBI? There were no raids. There were no raids at all. The U.S. official said the FBI recovered at least two thumb drives containing the emails from Kendall. The drives contained around 30,000 emails that Clinton deemed work-related and turned over to the State Department. She destroyed thousands of others that she said were not work-related. So we left it to her and her team to determine what the FBI could see and what they could not see. That what was considered classified and what was... She got to self-determine this. Now, with Donald Trump, there was no such treatment. The FBI rolled up, they served a warrant, and they went through Mar-a-Lago at their leisure. Now we're seeing this with Biden. So now the FBI is receiving documents from his private legal team that was in the crime scene before the FBI. Don't look me in the face. And tell me there isn't a two-tiered justice system here. Now, if somebody comes along and says, well, you guys agreed you can't indict a sitting president. Okay, fine. Then maybe we should agree if what the president did isn't technically criminal because he's president, why is the FBI involved at all? But, oh, wait, he wasn't president at the time. He did not have declassification authority, no matter what legal scholars say. Barack Obama cannot raise or lower the powers of the vice president, a constitutional officer, with an executive order. This is nonsense that that was even uh, you know, permissible at the time. 
Barack Obama has not come out and asserted that he helped his friend Joe with some documents that may pertain to a book he was writing. If that happened, if if Barack Obama came out and said, look, I declassified a bunch of documents for Biden and his ghostwriter to work on his memoirs, we'd understand that. We would all understand that. No matter what your po politics are, you expect presidents, vice presidents, senators, they end up writing books when their time in office is over. Some of them don't even wait. But that would have been, all right, we get it, all right? The outside of the folder might still say classified, but Obama declassified it. He had declassification authority. We get it. Biden was writing a book. Makes sense. That's not what happened. Neither Biden nor Obama has asserted that Biden declassified these or that Obama classified them. So as far as we're concerned, a crime was committed. Now we were told by the Democrats that Trump could be impeached for conduct before he was president. In the case of E. Jean Carroll, of all bizarre stories, Joe Biden did not have declassification authority. He did not have the authority to remove these documents. He held these documents for six years illegally. If we're going to say that a sitting president cannot be indicted, Kevin McCarthy has no choice. Kevin McCarthy has no choice. And not only does he have no choice, the idea that he might not be convicted in the Senate, then put the senators on record. Put the senators on record. If anything, if the United States Senate refuses to, com to, to convict, it kind of makes the case against Trump seem pretty weak, doesn't it? Now you could say one's the DOJ, one's the Senate, one has legal standards, the other can create its own standard. That's all true. But for six years as a private citizen, Joe Biden held classified documents illegally. And we know now exposed those documents to Hunter Biden, who had no ever in his life any authority to view any material that is government in nature. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. So here we are. We're right back to the Hillary standard. That Joe Biden's private legal team has been able to review classified material and filter what is being given. Now, do, do we know? I mean, this is kind of the equivalent of finding trace of drugs on the toilet rim after the coke was flushed down the toilet. Who are these lawyers? How do we know they're not going Sandy Berger on us and taking documents that may be as high as classification goes and saying, well, here's the low-level stuff? We don't know. Because kind of like the DNC server, the FBI in the case of the Democrats, again, took the word of CrowdStrike that it was the Russians. There's no evidence that the Russians hacked the DNC server. None. Well, Andrew, you're for Putin then. No, I'm not for Putin. Far from it. But you don't just get to blame everything on Vladimir Putin because it's inconvenient. Then turn around and say, well, what's your proof? Well, you're with Putin if you don't, if you don't just accept our premise here. CrowdStrike is not the FBI. Now, was CrowdStrike founded by former FBI officials? I think one or two of them. But the Cyber Crimes Division of the FBI did not get immediate access to the DNC servers. That was deferred to CrowdStrike. Why did the FBI accept that? If Russia is hacking 
these servers. Don't we want to know? It's kind of funny. They still haven't solved the murder of Seth Rich. What? They still haven't found the leaker in the Supreme Court Dobbs decision. And they still haven't found the person that placed a pipe bomb at the RNC and DNC headquarters. How the hell do you place a pipe bomb in the most surveilled city on planet Earth and get away with it? But they did find every single grandma that was within a 10-mile radius of the Capitol on January 6th. Every single one. Wintick 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.